Hey y'all, and welcome to the Creative Cast. Of course, I am your host, Tammy Munson. I am so glad that you are here again with me this week. Before we get to anything in the show, I just wanted to mention there's a little bit of a programming change here. So I know last week on the last episode, I said that we would be talking with my friend Lisa and Chrissy from the Wonder Podcast today. Sorry, guys, that was my error. We will be talking with them next week. So stay tuned. Okay, so quick update on my health. Doing great. Went to the specialist, got some answers, have an action plan, all that kind of good stuff. Stay tuned to Instagram because I will be posting a longer, more in-depth update over there. So when I was doing research for an upcoming episode, I saw that as of this month, there are over 2 million podcasts and over 48 million episodes. Y'all, whether those are all active or not, and probably only about 50% are, that's still a lot of podcasts and a lot of episodes. So obviously, podcasting is continuing to grow beyond leaps and bounds as we head into another gear. Additionally, should come as no surprise that podcasting offers major benefits to the small and medium-sized businesses, the solo entrepreneur, however you classify your business. Podcasting is a great opportunity for building that no-like trust factor that I'm always talking about, as well as increasing your brand awareness and setting you up as the expert. So on today's show, we're going to be talking all about that on this episode of the Creative Cast. So y'all, let's dive in. Okay, so first let's talk content opportunities, right? Because we're always looking for ways to create more content on social, with email. Like I said, having a podcast for your business, service-based, product-based, one-woman show, one-man show, small business owner, however you classify yourself, because we're all trying to balance so many different things at any given time. We're trying to do marketing. We're trying to do production. We're trying to sell. We're trying to get new clients. We're trying to do all these things. And it's crazy, right? Now, as you well know, I utilize my podcast a lot in all the marketing that we do for Tammy Munson Creative. So before each episode, we're talking a little bit about what's coming up in the next episode. And once the episode is published, we go ahead and post updates across all across all my social channels. And we try to mix things up with a variety of written and audio content. Now, I always throw in an audiogram most weeks. And these work really, really well. Because all you have to do is just create a small audio clip. You know, 30, 60 seconds. I like to keep mine between 30 and 45 seconds. So as I said, they work really, really well. And if you're not an audio editor, you're not a podcast producer or anything like that, you can actually create these for free by using sites like Wave or Headliner. I'll go ahead and put the links to both of those in the show notes for you, okay? Now, podcasts can provide additional content for your website because we always want to drive our traffic 
back to the website, to sign up for that email list, to see what other products we have, other services we have, things like that, right? Now, one thing that you can do is you can repurpose new episodes by turning them into blog posts and vice versa. So this works really great when you're interviewing a guest and you can summarize and expand on their responses. So like I've mentioned multiple times before, you can create a podcast page on your website and embed the codes for individual episodes. And this enables your visitors to listen to your show without ever having to leave your website. Now on my website, we coordinate the weekly episode as a blog post, but then we also have a podcast page that if you wanted to go and listen to specific episodes, you can go to the podcast page and find the one that you're looking for that way. Otherwise, you could also get to them via the blog post that has the extended show notes and things like that. Now, the other thing, and this really ties into your website, and this is why I say a website is so crucial for just good SEO love. Your podcast can help with your SEO or your search engine optimization. So basically, it's a really smart way to build backlinks to your site. So you're interviewing a guest and you ask them, hey, can you promote this episode on your website, your social, whatever it may be? And then you can link that back to your podcast page. You know, you're also going to have backlinks automatically because you're going to be having them within all of your podcast directories. Because search engines love video and audio and, of course, social engagement, and it considers that as a ranking factor, podcasting can help with all of that as well. Now, I've found that guests often share their episodes with their followers on Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever they are. And these posts tend to generate a higher engagement. And that's what you want, right? And this is great for your SEO. It's fantastic. But it also means that now an entirely new audience is exposed to your podcasts, to you, your brands, all the things, right? So the other thing is education. Now, launching a podcast, you're going to learn a lot. And yeah, you're going to learn how to record and edit and publish a show. You're going to learn about what kind of different mics there are and why do you need to have a website for your podcast, what makes good audio, what kind of room do you need to be in in order to have good audio, things like that, right? You'll also learn how to be a great guest when you're on other people's podcasts and you learn what makes a good host. Just simply through trial and error. But what I'm really referring to here is that podcasting provides you with this unique opportunity to learn directly from your guests. So I don't like to use the the phrase picking their brains because I just get this like zombie image that pops in my head for some reason. (laughs) I don't know, maybe because it's so close to Halloween. Getting back to the point, the thing is you can ask them anything you want well, within reason, and providing it's related to the overall theme of your show, you could ask them these questions, but you probably would have to pay for that service. You know, you can ask them how they got started, what did they learn in their journey, like all different kinds of things that you may never have had the opportunity to do. 
And you learn a lot. Like I learned so much from the guests I've had on the show, the guests that are coming up, as well as when I listen to all of my client shows, I learn a lot from each and every one of them as well. You're building your brand, you're creating that no like trust factor, but you're also going to learn things. And you can take that and apply that to your business, your marketing, whatever it may be. One of the main things that, especially for the small business owner, the solo entrepreneur, whatever that is for you, is podcasting helps improve the thought leadership. Okay, so what I mean by this is because you're sharing your opinions publicly, you can establish both yourself as well as your brand as a thought leader within the industry. Now, this can be helpful in a variety of ways. But one of the things I have found is that it can help reassure potential clients who may be comparing my services and my expertise with other competitors in the same arena, that that may be the thing that somebody says, oh, I want to hire Tammy as opposed to Sally Jones. And it could also work that way for you. The other thing is you can attract potential clients by offering them a chance to be on your show. So if you have a podcast, make sure that you are promoting that in your email signatures, in your virtual business cards, or if you're using old school business cards, you want to make sure that you're promoting that everywhere. Uh, One of the things that I have that my lovely friend Emily Fisher made for me is just a QR code on the front of my phone. I show them my phone, they take the picture, it takes them directly to my website, boom, boom, done, right? Okay, how do you get started? I'm gonna go over this really briefly, but if you want a deeper dive on this, go back and listen to the first few episodes of the Creative Cast, where I kind of talk about all this at length. The main thing I want you guys to remember is you need a solid plan. You need to have a workflow, you need to have the systems in place, you need to have the plan because it's great launching it and thinking about all the things that you want to talk about, all the things you want to do, whatever that may be. But I could tell you, don't have that plan in place from the get-go. It's going to be really, really difficult because you never know what life's going to throw at you and you don't want to be doing it last minute going, what am I going to talk about? I didn't get a guest this week. What are we going to do? And ultimately, you're going to be a victim of pie fade. And I don't want that for you. So start at the beginning with a solid plan. So I want you to start by thinking about the content that you're going to be providing. What type of podcast do you want to do? Do you want to interview people? Do you want it to be a panel discussion? Now, most people fall in either into solo or guests or a hybrid of each. And that's okay. Totally okay to do that. If you decide you want to interview others, great. Most of the time I get, well, how do I do that? Well, that's really simple. You just kind of go down the list of the people that you know, that you know would want to be on your show and you just create a list and you start working off that list. Add in your dream guests. You know, if it's Dave Hollis, if it's Gary Vaynerchuk, if it's Annie F. Downs, Allie Worthington, whomever it may be, put them on your list and then make sure to invite them. Don't let that stop you. The worst they're going to do is say no and that's okay. 
But if you're really struggling to find guests, there are several sites that match hosts up with relevant guests, such as Matchmaker and RadioGuestList.com. It's all going to go in the show notes for you. Then you need to think about what is going to be the frequency of your show. And honestly, this comes down to the amount of time that you are willing to invest. Podcasting is fun. It could be the greatest thing in the world, but you also need to look at the amount of time it takes. It's hard work and it takes time. And what is that time going to be? How much time are you willing to invest? I would say at least three to four hours a week. If you're editing yourself, you may want to throw a few more hours on there for you. If you're hiring an editor, you could probably between two and three. Now, most shows have episodes that are usually weekly or every other week. Other option is that you can launch episodes in batches, kind of like The Crown does on Netflix where it's, hey, here's season two and there's all the episodes and you can just binge all the episodes. So that's another option. So you basically record in one big batch, you get everything all edited, you get everything all ready to go, boom, done. Remember, if you're going to do that, two things. You're going to have a lot of time spent on the front end before anything happens. And then two, some things might not be relevant, especially if you're covering a lot of current events and you're talking about something that happened six months ago and now the world is falling apart even more and sometimes it could just fall in deaf ears. So that's the only thing that I would think about if you're going to be doing in big season batches like that. Now, remember, the higher the frequency, the greater the commitment. Weekly shows are hard, y'all. I will attest to that. I have been doing this production of podcasts for years. I know the ins and outs of it all. It still takes me hours during the week, and it's hard work. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't have that much time, start off with with a bi-weekly show. See how it feels. I have a client, they do a monthly show, and that works well for them, and it works well for their audience. You can always go more frequent. You can always go less frequent. If something happens in your life, like for me, for example, there's a lot of health things going on. There's a lot of this, that, and the other thing. And if I was in a position where I'm like, I can't do this weekly, it's too much work, then you could always drop it down to bi-weekly. You know, there's always pros and cons to each each thing like that. But if that's what you need to do for you, your life, and your your time investment, then you need to think about that. And don't be afraid to pull the trigger on those things. So some other things are where you're going to be recording and equipment. So as a small business, listeners aren't going to expect you to have a professional audio or a super expensive megaphone. You want to record in the best possible place. For example, I record in my office using my mic, my computer. Sometimes I have blankets on the floor to absorb sound, different things like that. I have a client she records in her closet. That is the best place to record audio for her. She has her little setup and that's just what she does. I have other clients, the best acoustics in their house are in their bathroom. She sits in her bathtub, puts blanket down, records her show. It's perfect. So wherever that needs to be for you, that's fine. Just remember you want to produce high quality content, great advice. And even if you do have the occasional sound issue, it's okay. 
So when it's time for you to start recording your first episode, there's going to be plenty of options if you were using a desktop. So you want to start simple? Zoom. Everybody knows how to use it. It's super simple to use. You don't need to pay for a paid account or anything like that. It's enough to get you by. If you're looking for better sound quality, you're going to want to either look at Squadcast, Zencaster, or Riverside.fm. Those are, those are the three that I use quite often and the ones that I recommend to clients. But once you're done with everything and you're ready to go, you need to find a hosting site for your podcast. There's lots and lots of them out there. As I say quite often, my faves are Libsyn, Buzzsprout, and Captivate. And of course, I'll put all those in the show notes for you as well. So if you're looking to launch a podcast, you have any questions about any of the things I've talked about so far, shoot me an email at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at TammyMunsonCreative.com. Now, I know this is a lot of information to take in, especially if you're new to podcasting, you're trying to run your business and do all the things. But the biggest takeaway that I have is this. Put yourself out there and try. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to come from that, whether it's direct or indirect. So give it a try. See how it goes. The worst that happens is you spend some time and a little bit of money and you may find it just doesn't work for you. You could just record 12 episodes and that's what you got. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Just if you're going to end your show, end it the right way. Don't just kind of post five episodes and then nothing ever again. I just want to leave you with the thought of the more episodes you record, the better you're going to become. And and if you're one of those people where you're just like, I just can't do this. I don't want to have a podcast. I don't have the time to do it. But you want to capture some of the things that I've talked about today then you can still gain very significant value from becoming a guest on other shows, right? So as I mentioned, next week, (laughs) sorry for that little programming error, y'all. So next week, I am definitely having two of my favorite podcasters on the show, Lisa and Chrissy from the Wonder Podcast. So that's Chrissy Dunham and Lisa Clark are joining me On my show, they talk about how they met. Lisa talks about how she made their podcast a reality, as well as their newest project, their new podcast called Raising Sinners. It's a fabulous interview, and you definitely want to tune in, especially if you're on the fence about, should I start one? Should I not start one? What's that journey like? Lisa and Chrissy are going to share all about that. I have a favor to ask. Have you left a review lately for the Creative Cast? If you have, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. If not, why, friend? (laughs) But seriously, if you haven't, I would absolutely love if you would. And if you have already, I would love for you to do another one. All you got to do is go over to applepodcast.com forward slash the Creative Cast. Use your phone if you can. Click on write a review and then click on five stars. Now, some bonus points for y'all and the chance for a shout out here on the podcast is add a quick sentence about what you enjoy about the show, what you don't enjoy about the show, something you've enjoyed learning about, a particular guest we've had on, 
But just make sure to include your podcast name in the review if you have one, because I want to know what your podcasts are. I want to, I want to listen to them. Again, as always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to send me an email at hello at TammyMuntingCreative.com. And ladies, I absolutely 110% believe in you. Y'all are my heroes because I believe that inexperience, production fatigue, intimidating tech, none of that should hold you back. So let's walk through the journey together to spend less time worrying about the details and more time spreading your message and God's word. I hope that you all have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next week. Bye y'all.